Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. I'm writer, director, and producer Yvonne Latrell. Guys and dolls, as always, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. Guys and dolls, thank you guys for all of the love and all of the support. And remember, if you would like to be a guest on the show or if you have a show idea or if you would like to advertise your business or product, you guys can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, or Instagram at Yvonne Latrell. Or if you just want to call in live, you guys can call us up. The number here is 563-999-3548. Again, that number is 563-999-3548. And with me, as always, is my co-host, SC and Facts. Hi, guys. Hey, good evening. (laughs) How are you? I'm great. Amazing. Yeah. Good. Oh my gosh, I Living like that. Living the dream. Amazing. Living the dream. That's it. Okay. You know what that means. <laughs> Living the American dream. I had a whole bunch of stuff going. How was your day today? Long. It was very long. <laughs> um. And what about um yours? Oh, mine was good. Mine was real good. Mine was very productive. Um, I got a lot that went on today. So I asked, how was your day? And then I was going to my day because my day was pretty interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So, facts, how was your day, man? I was good. You know, um, didn't do anything too crazy. Just a normal day. It's felt like Monday for the last five days, so it's been nice, I'm, I'm sure. And then, you know, Vaughn reminded me that it's uh, that it's just Tuesday, so I appreciate the, the positivity here. And um, if I make it through the Anytime. week without Anytime. having a heart attack or a stroke, I think I'll be good. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, we hope you don't have a heart attack or a stroke, man. So, Definitely yeah. not. It'll be in the week. It'll be here before you know it, man. It'll be here yes, before yeah. you know it. You know, that is true. But, um, yes, sir. My day. Okay, so my day started um, in March, and what I mean by that is, I you know you know I have my own business, and um, wait, you said I a have a business partner. Yeah, in March. I'm going to explain. Let me let me let me oh, uh, okay. tell my story. <laughs> Hey, I'm thinking I'm high. I'm thinking I'm high on that. Yeah, I, thought, <laughs> I thought my day was so long. This started problem. a month ago. <laughs> so I had, um, you know, I had my own business, and I had a, a business partner that I was doing some construction deals and stuff with. And um, last month, you know, he, he defaulted on a payment for a project that we had together. And I had to wind up going to court and files, you know, in the small claims court. You know, uh, small claims is basically anything under ten thousand dollars, a little under ten thousand. So I filed it with them, and you know, it takes them a month to um, process everything. So what a lot of people don't know and don't realize, if your business is not structured properly, you know, you might lose out. You know. 
So what I did was, because I knew his business was structured properly, but when you're doing business with people and you want your money, instead of putting it business to business, you put it person to person because they don't want that mark on their credit. They don't want that popping up because that's public record. You Google them or whatever, that comes up. Oh, you had defaulted on a, a um, whatever. So that's a little secret, a little business secret. So that's what I did. So today when I got to court, um, today was our court date. I got to court. I seen him. He told us what court we was going to be in. He said, hey, listen, he says, um, if I write you a check today for the amount, he said, would you tell him that it's business to business? He said, because I don't want that on my personal. And I said, sure. I said, as long as you write the check and the check is good. So when we sit, sat in front of the judge, the judge talked. I told him what was going on, what the, the amount was and everything. And so the judge was like, all right, will you write him a check today? So he said, yeah. So he wrote me the check and everything. So we all squared away, you know. So I'm going to cast the check. And if it, if it um, now if the check bounce, now we got another legal issue. And if it does bounce, I'll go into that. But if anybody wants questions and answers on that, I'll show them that. You know, but enough with me. <laughs> what about the new laws? You know, you know, we normally talk about, you know, the legal issues and everything else. Let's, matter of fact, let's first talk about the Donald Trump situation. You know, that's the biggest thing on the news. And then I want to touch on some other laws that some people may be aware of and may not be aware of. I just try to stay and up on the And don't forget we have a guest today. coming on. We have a, a guest coming oh, yeah, on yeah. Uh, today. We have a uh, we have a very special guest coming on later. Yes, mm-hmm. we definitely do. And um, she will be on in about thirty five minutes. No, twenty five minutes. You know, um, but um, the Donald Trump situation. You know, everybody thinks that this is a distraction or a way to keep him out of office or whatever. You know, but I, I think it is a distraction on my, my personal belief. It's a distraction to get us away from the money that uh, our country is losing lividity with in different places, like um, Iran, Russia, China, all of them are getting away from the American dollar. And I just think that that's a way to just distract everybody because nobody's really talking about that. You know, they want to talk about, oh, Donald Trump, got brought up on like 30-something charges, and the whistleblower was Stormy Daniels, the porn star, you know. So um, that's what started everything, you know. But I don't I don't think he's going to serve any time behind it, you know. Do any of y'all have a personal opinion on that whole situation, you know? I don't think he's going to serve anything either. Yeah, he, he, he's a little smart, and in the, in the, the lawyers that he has are, you know, are superb. They are definitely top-notch, you know. So I, I think, you know, just because you get indicted, let me explain that to everybody. Just because you get indicted doesn't mean you're going to stand in front of a grand jury, and it doesn't mean that you're guilty. It just means that there, you have um, enough material for them to indict you and you to stand trial. That's all that means. That doesn't mean you're guilty. It doesn't mean you're innocent. But I don't think that he's going to spend any time in prison behind it. You know, I think most of that right. stuff is just, you know, even though it's felonious, it's business, though. You know, business and personal is two different laws, you know. So I don't think, you know. But, Frank, I mean, um, facts, what do you think? 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting that you said that it's to distract everybody from, you know, kind of the financial situation going on. I didn't even think about that. The whole thing I was thinking about, and I think a lot of other people are also thinking about, is um, let's do what we can to keep this guy out of office. So now when election time comes back up next year, everyone on the left – because everyone on the left that hates Donald Trump, all the Trump haters are probably having cookouts and popping champagne bottles right now. This, this dude has got a ton hmm. – of um he's got a ton of haters man i mean uh and then you've got all these crazy people on the far right you know the QAnon conspiracy theorists or whatever that that uh i guess there was this thing going around saying the storm is coming he's like wait till the storm is coming QAnon was saying all this stuff about the storm is coming and they're going to be thinking that stormy daniels was the storm and now you know he's going to you know flick his hand a certain way and that means that uh, you know he's taking he's draining the swamp whatever the fuck man these people think some crazy off the wall shit um but but yeah i i guarantee you this is all probably going to get dismissed i mean he didn't get in trouble for having these classified documents right in mar-a-lago or whatever how come he didn't get charges on that how come hillary didn't get charges on these thirty thousand emails there's all these other things so you bring him to court on the only thing you can find like the timing is just crazy just like you said as soon as the the dollar starts you know getting taken out of the rest of the world um he gets taken up on these charges here and it's going to go on and be drawn out for months until they can figure out what to do about that that's crazy that you said that man distracting from from the from the money because it's not like a super mainstream thing that people are talking about yeah yeah because remember, if y'all remember, a couple of shows ago, I said about the banks that one of the banks went under on a Sunday, and that hasn't happened in years that the bank filed for bankruptcy on a Sunday. So that's telling you that they going to stop, you know, respecting the, the, the American dollar, you know. And I tell everybody, I say, listen, I say, pay attention, pay attention, because Whenever they try to distract you with one thing, something else in the back is going on, but nobody wants to talk about that, you know, because China and Russia took hands on using the Chinese yen instead of the U.S. dollar. Then India got involved. No, excuse me, Iran got involved. Then Saudi Arabia got involved. Then the Brits. The Brits stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, in South Africa. That's how you remember that, that, that acronym, BRICS. And then now all of them are saying, hey, the U.S. dollars mean nothing. The U.S. dollars mean nothing. Now I start to think, is that the way that they're going to push the whole crypto? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to do the crypto because they don't understand it. Yep. And then they did the NFTs. Now they're doing the NFTs. So many people lost money in the NFT, and it, it makes me think, are they doing all these little scams to pull money from people so that they can pull themselves out of debt, which is almost impossible. We're $80 trillion in debt. And with the interest by 2025, it's going to be almost $800 trillion. So 401Ks are going to be affected. You understand what I'm saying? They're going to have to pull that money from somewhere. They have banks, and they had a um, – I don't know if I ever sent y'all a video, 
but somebody from Congress was talking. They said, yo, our U.S. banks are literally counterfeiting our own money. The things that we're doing, the average person will go to jail for years for. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about it. These banks are desperate right now. Everybody's desperate, you know? So they're going to figure out ways to get you. They're going to raise taxes. They're going to be, oh, we're going to build this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it's coming out of everybody's pocket. But who is not coming out of is Congress. It's not coming out of any of the pockets because if any of y'all know anything about it, they got free health care, free college for the rest of their lives. You understand what I'm saying? So a lot of stuff that they do, they were exempt from the, the, the jab. They were exempt from mm-hmm. taking the, 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 the same shot. that They told everybody, hey, you need to do this. You know, if, if you want to save everybody's life, you've got to take this COVID shot, but they're all exempt from it. The people from the companies are exempt from it. It's like, yo, hold up. But then you had Bill Gates a couple of years ago give a speech talking about, yo, if we do these vaccines, it can drop the population by this amount of money. I mean, this amount of people. Now, if you think about the, the COVID, anytime any situation happens where people are home, the baby rate goes up, right? Look at the numbers of babies that were born during COVID. It went very down. It went down very low. So what's, what's you understand what I'm saying? I'm you know I, I'm always a conspiracy theorist. I always think that something's going on in the back office that none of us are privy to or none of us are gonna see unless we really pay attention to what's going on. You know, but like I said, these are my thoughts. I could be totally wrong. But at the end of the day, these are my thoughts. <laughs> you know, just because I think it don't mean I'm wrong. And just because I think it don't mean I'm right. But those are my thoughts, you know. Yeah, and I mean, you're touching on a lot of good stuff, too, because I know for the past few years, uh, America has been trying to create their own digital U.S. dollars. So they've been trying to go yes. digital as well. They've got it all set up to move over to that. Um, to to a digital currency, and what one thing that they're gonna um, that they're trying to work on, I guess, is because there's this thing where people are talking about if you have a mortgage and you have a contract with the bank and the mortgage company and all that stuff on your mortgage, um, somewhere in the contract, the the bank is not allowed to change the type of currency that it collects from you. Um, now I need to fact check this as well. I need to check up on this. But if let's say we did switch to a digital currency or a cryptocurrency or something like that because you know the economy falls, supposedly mm-hmm. all those mortgages are going to be defaulted or, or not defaulted, but are going to be uh, voided, no longer valid because the banks aren't allowed in that contract to to change currencies. So uh, that, there's a, there's a lot of people talking about that as well. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask you too, and I guess we can look look this up. But um, now I know that these other countries aren't going to use the U.S. dollar to trade between themselves anymore. They're mm-hmm. not going to use the U.S. dollar, but is that actually – they're still going to trade with America, right? They're going to have to, aren't they? Aren't these countries still going to well, trade with us? Well, not gonna, within, hey. within themselves, they're not going to use the dollar. They're going to use the Chinese yuan or whatever. But Yeah. But they're not going to just – But see, this you know, is this... – yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying I don't. But they're no, not going to just stop. Like, like our economy is not going to crash because India 
is going to get rid of the rupee or, you know, is going to, whatever they're going to use instead of, uh, instead of the U.S. dollar. You know, our economy is not going to crash because, yeah. like, back in the day, they got rid of the, they created the euro. All these countries came together to create the euro instead of, like, the franc and the Deutschmark and all the other currencies they had. They've been trying to take over the, the world for a long time to, to get, to kill the U.S. dollar. And it's, you know, we might have dipped a little bit, but, you know, they, they've never been able to, to do that. We're too strong, you know, of an economy, I think. Um, but, but what do you think? I mean, do you think they're going to just cut us out completely? Is that just cut the trade off and all that? Bro, let me tell you reality, my, my, my personal reality, what do they need from us? Everything that we sell is from their country. What do they really need from us? They need food. Yeah. They had, well, yeah. well, you know the situation with Denmark, you know. Um, Bill Gates convinced them to stop having the farmers farm, and all these farms went under or whatever, and he wanted to burn up the land. So you might be right with the food part. You understand what I'm saying? But uh, I don't know, man. That's, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a rough one, man. It's a rough one to, to really, you know, because if they're trying to get rid of the U.S. and they're showing pictures of all these world powers shaking hands and everything, letting them know, like, U.S., y'all might be big brother, but that don't mean nothing if we pull away from y'all. You understand what I'm saying? Because we sent a lot of jobs overseas. You know, that's what we did do. You know, what are they going to do? Take the jobs back? You know, who are they going to hire? And then when they do hire people, they're going to probably want more money. You understand what I'm saying? It's It's... I don't know, man. That's that's a rough one. That's a rough one to try to conceive, you know. Like it's gonna be pretty interesting. I know that much. It's gonna be very interesting, you know, because at some point in time they're gonna need us as an ally, maybe in a war. You never know, you know. So, eh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. That's a good one, though. That's a good one. But we'll soon see. <laughs> we'll soon find out. Yeah, we will. We'll find out what they need and what they don't. Because I think uh, I know Asia, like China and a lot of countries in Asia, their their main port, the majority of their food, because they can't um, and they get it from us too and everything. They can't keep up with the the number of people that they have. You know, their population is so yeah. insane high that they import most of their food, and and they're not going to get their food from Saudi Arabia. They're not going to get it from Russia. They're not going to get it from South Africa. Yeah. You know, unless they want to get, like, plantains and, and coffee beans from Brazil, maybe some opium or whatever it is, you know, they're they're going to be shit out of luck. Yeah. They're going to have to trade with us um, or Europe. I mean, you get rid of the U.S. dollar, Europe, you know, all the NATO countries, we're going to say, all right, dude, well, you know, you and your BRICS countries enjoy yourself. Good luck. You know, we'll be over here thriving as usual. And, um, you know, you guys will all stay third world countries. Um, I don't know. Just don't, uh, yeah. I don't see it. It's scary. I mean, it really is, but I don't think it's going to be quite as bad as everyone thinks it is. Although when you say $800 trillion, that's, that's when the alien invasion, that's when the fake alien invasion is going to happen. I think that's what's going to be oh, next. Yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to start fucking <laughs> nuking us. Missiles are going to start flying. They're like, yeah, we like hitting the reset button. We fucked this all up. <laughs> they're gonna do the holograms in the sky, the spaceships. Yeah, Project Blue. They're coming, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, there was a, um, I can't remember her name. She was talking about that. Um, oh, man. And the next show, I'll probably bring it up again because I'll, I'll look it up. And she was talking about that, you know, first to be terrorism, then to be an asteroid, then it will be alien invasion, you know, and that's the order that everything is going to fall in. You know, you had 9-11, then you had the asteroid that was supposed to hit Earth, I think a year ago or whatever, and then now they, they have these, these mysterious balloons coming over that they're getting this far into, you know, our side of the world that, you know, they're shooting them down into the waters and all this crazy stuff. I don't know, man. They just... You know, holograms and mirrors, you know? Uh, a definite magic show. They're going to definitely put on one, you know. But, well, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I wanted to um, touch on, because, uh, every, you know, we have all these, these gun violence situations and everything, and they're passing laws and everything, and everybody's like, oh, we're acting for stricter gun laws, and what do you guys do? What does Congress do? They allow places that not have permits. So I don't know if you know, but North Carolina, uh, last week, there is no permit state. That means that you can go to the gun store and purchase a gun without a permit in North Carolina. Now, that does not make you exempt from not having to fill out the paperwork. And so everybody's running to the gun store, getting a gun, but you still got to fill out that paperwork. What it's just saying is we're going to cut out the middleman. You don't have to go to the sheriff no more. You're going to have to directly sign this paper to the federal government. So when we look you up and you and the feds got a, what is a 99% <laughs> So if you play if you want to, you know, then, you know, they had the law that they passed in Florida, no concealed carry permit. So you could carry concealed in North Carolina, in all Florida, as long as you're a farther resident. Now, I have a concealed carry from North Carolina, and I can carry concealed in um, Florida because, you know, they have the restitution, uh, the whatever it's called, um, where they honor each other's um, gun laws or whatever. Their permit. It's like grandfathered in you know. or something. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And I think North Carolina honors like 30. Well, North Carolina is the only state, the only state that honors all 50 states. Hmm, but only 32 states honor North Carolina's permit. So whenever I travel and um, I get on a plane, I usually take my firearm with me depending on what state I go to. I know people be like, how do you get on the plane with your firearm? So what you do is you get a gun box, put your firearm in the gun box. Make sure that that gun box is secure. When you get to the airport, when you go to check in your bags, you take it to the agent and you say, listen, I have a firearm. Make sure that the firearm is uh, um, not loaded. Make sure the magazine is out. Make sure the bullets is not in the gun. You put a gun lock through the gun. You take it up to the agent. You tell them, hey, listen, I want this to go on the belly of the plane. They say, all right. They take it. They give you the paper. You fill out the paper. You put it in the, gut, the, the box. They take it, and you see it on the other side. Now, some states, you have to um, pick it up at the police department inside the airport. Like I know at AT, when I go to ATL, I have to pick it up at the, um, 
the police department inside the um the airport. But if you don't have a permit, a concealed carry, do not do not take that gun to the airport. You're gonna have a lot of problems, you know, because they're gonna actually yeah, you can still carry on the other end, huh? Yeah, it's it's a felony or a federal crime at that point. You know, you could probably they yeah. could probably even hit yeah. you with like a, you know attempted terrorism or some shit even if terrorism, depending on their yeah. yeah yeah yeah. But uh, no, there's and a, that goes for handguns. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, say that again. I'm sorry. Let's, no, I just I didn't mean to cut you out there. I was just saying there's also a few other states that um that honor all the all concealed concealed carry permits. There's looks like there's about like twelve to fifteen of them, but North Carolina is definitely one of them. Um, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, Vermont, Virginia. They honor all the um, concealed carries for for all 50 okay. states. So there's, there's quite a few out there that, that did it. And, and that's of 2023. So that might just be a new thing that, that other states are starting to do. But in case you feel like moving to yeah. one of those places, you'll find, you know. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And I, that's why I love you, Fact, because you would definitely yeah. check that out for us. <laughs> you got that, that's right. That's from straight and from. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. I was even looking up, I was looking up the, uh, the world exporters as well for kind of what we, you know, who, who imports most of the stuff from us and what countries and things like that. And that's where we were at um, kind of before this, but uh, Canada is number one, Mexico is number two, China is number three. Uh, that's who most of our, our exports go to. Um, and then if you go down, I guess Brazil is number nine, India is number 10. So most of the countries that are in there are, are in the top, top 10 uh in in bricks so you know good luck trying to cut us out you know their economy will crash their economy if they stop trading with us but i didn't mean to like kind of revert back and, and cut you off i just found that to be oh, pretty no, interesting no, no. i i appreciate you because you will always look it up for us you know because yes, i don't sir. ever want to i don't ever want to give any misinformation i don't ever want to do that and if i'm ever wrong on a situation i want somebody to call me out on it and and, and right that's only you. because that it tells you the last time I looked into it. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? So that means I just got to brush up on it. And it's there's nothing wrong with being wrong and being corrected, you know. So that's why I appreciate you, facts, because you would definitely look it up. You would definitely you make got sure it. that the the, <laughs> the yeah, I, well, I have to because I'm, I'm so fucking undereducated. I'm so undereducated. I have to look <laughs> shit up because I I have to like prepare to have a normal conversation with people. Like, well, if I'm going to talk about this, I better study just to, like, hey, how's your day going, you know? And then i got to fucking study what I'm going to say, so. Um, and then it also cuts, like, a lot of that back and forth. You ever have these conversations where they're like, look it up, look up the facts, you know, just look it up. And what are your sources? And, and while they're arguing in the corner, you just pull up the computer and you're like, here they are. And then you just shut them both up. I don't yeah. like those. I don't like arguing, you know. There's no need for all that. We yeah, have a yeah. computer, a supercomputer in our yeah. hand, you know. So let's just look it up and get on with it. But yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I appreciate you as always, man. Now, you know look this up because I, right. I remember this because you know, you know, me and you come from a, a um a fighting background, so we were we we loved that we knew this that uh Texas and Washington State 
are the only two states that are mutual combat states, which means if I get to argue with with you and I'm in Texas or Washington State, one of us can call the police and they will show up and y'all can fight in front of the cops and neither one of y'all will get charged with assault. Am I right or wrong? Well, you're right about that Back. in Texas, and I think that's how it goes. Because um, I don't know exactly. I've never, like, stopped in the – like when I was getting ready to fight somebody in a bar or some shit and said, hey, hang on a second, let's fucking – let's do this. Uh, let's call the police and get them to come. Because by then I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. I don't feel like waiting. And if the cops never come, you know, then what's the point? Uh, I, I just yeah. – and, and normally I, I really had to chill, man, but I would just absolutely hit first. Like even if you – if I even think that this is going to turn – going to fucking knock you out. I'm not even – I'm just going to fucking drop you. I'm past all that bullshit, you know. Oh, Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna do my best to put you in the hospital. Um, I'm trying to look up which states. It just says Texas in one of the states. Um, mutual combat is legal in Texas. Penal code, blah blah blah, 2206. I'm not reading this whole fucking penal code. Um, <laughs> section A, part one is a class A misdemeanor. Right, let's see. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to look into that. Let me just do a quick Google search here. All right. Well, while you do that, um, let us get ready to get ready for our interview with our guest, this young lady. Name right. is Tawana Reed. And Miss Reed is an actress. And um we would love to bring her into the the um onto the show right now. Hello, Tawana. Hi, I'm here. How are you? I'm good. How are you, young lady? I'm good. That's Just excited. Good. That's Thank good. you for having I... me. This is wonderful. <laughs> well, I appreciate you accepting the um the offer. Yeah. You know, I appreciate you accepting the offer, you know. Um so tell us a little about yourself. How did you get started? So a little about myself. Um I am a single mom of one. He's he's about grown now, he's eighteen. Um I'm from Connecticut, moved here in Raleigh, um, moved, I'm sorry, Charlotte, 1996, so I've probably been here for a while. Um, So while I lived in Raleigh, um, I moved there 2010. Um, That's where I probably got started. And I didn't start off as the acting. Um, I started off with modeling. And... um, did that for a while. I know um, a photographer kind of approached me, and um, I did a lot of fashion shows. Modeling just wasn't my thing, so I just, you know, kind of, like, eased my way out of that. So I did it for a while, but um, just fashion shows. But um, I was able to be in, like, some videos, and that's where I was like, ooh, I like acting, you know? And that's how I got started into that. Um, and it just, it just been 
it's been it's been great because I've done a lot of stage plays per se, and not so much movies. And okay. I got most of my um, offers from Facebook actually um, with people um, wanting to do um, auditions and stuff like that. So I have like mm-hmm. lifelong friendships with um, Don Zell. I've done a couple of her stage plays, and um, through the stage plays, I got into in some movies. I um, I go to a church. Um, when I lived in Raleigh called Living Word, and they're also called Living Word Films. And so they're a movie mm-hmm. producing studio as well. And their movies are actually on Netflix and um, Tubi and stuff. So I've mm-hmm. done a couple of their movies. And okay. and I've done um, short films, a lot of little short films here and there. Oh, okay. Wow, you've been busy. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's, it's, it's sprinkled throughout the so years. Type, yeah. Okay, so what type of roles do you like to play? So <laughs> it's funny because um, non-ghetto acting as I am, they usually put me in ghetto, <laughs> ghetto uh, <laughs> characters <laughs> for some uh-huh. reason. Um, so I usually do those, but. What I want to do, I love drama and comedy. I want to do that so mm-hmm. bad. Um, Dramedy. And okay. I think, yeah, um, I love the drama and um, the comedy. And I probably did one film, and it was a short film. And this is what ED Productions, mm-hmm. and it's called mm-hmm. Decisions, of, Decisions of Sorrow, and it's about mental health. And I was okay. the sister of the main character. Um, oh, and okay. um, it's a pretty deep one. It's a pretty deep um short film, and you can probably find that on YouTube. Um, and they okay. do a lot of short films, but I did hers. Um, and um, a comedy. So I my um, the church that has the film. I did. Uh, it's called the Big Six, and I was like a comedy, and I was like the chef. That was their personal chef mm-hmm. and their family, and you can find yeah, that yeah. on. I seen I seen clips of that. I seen clips of that. You saw clips of it, yeah. I seen the clips. <laughs> yeah, I seen yeah. the clips. <laughs> <laughs> you because I didn't know if that was you chopping up the food. That was you chopping up yeah, the food, right? Me. Okay, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah, I that did. was I me. Seen it. I said okay. I said, and that's what really like made me actually like, hey, you want to come on the show? You know, we we got, you know, we're trying to bring some, you know, actors and actresses in the movie industry because you might have some people. You never know who's watching you. You know, you never know who's watching you. You know, but exactly. I definitely see that. So you know, I'm not lying because I told you what you was doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got another question for you. Uh-huh. I know you said you did stage plays and you did a couple of movies and stuff. What do you prefer? Because you know what? The lines I, um, are totally different plays. from both. They okay. are totally different. And I love yeah. stage plays um, versus movies because mm-hmm. it's almost like an improv. Like you're just going to, at some point, you're just going to go off, you know what I'm saying, on a tangent, you're going to add to yeah. it or something like that. And um, 
it's a lot more than than rehearsing, you know what I'm saying, and trying to get it right, doing four or five tapes. You know, you can't, you know, you, know, you can't change it because you didn't do that in the last scene. But when you're on the stage, it's just, you know, you're going to ad lib a lot. And I love to do that. I love the improv, yeah. you know. Okay. And um, you make yeah. it your own, and you got to know it right then and there. And you just, it just flows out better for me on stage plays. Yeah. Just on I, the I spot. I do the stage plays. Because if something you makes me laugh and I can't stop laughing, I'm just getting <laughs> to laugh. <laughs> Yeah, that has happened. But see, and also when you mess up, you know what I'm saying, it's like, they don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't yeah, know. You just yeah. and they gonna And they're going to act on, upon it. Um, they're going to look like you're crazy, but they're they like, well, just flow with it. And that's where the improv comes in. So I do love stage plays. I got, okay. once you get, you get, you'll love it. Okay, okay. So what limits do you have as a character? Like when you're playing, what what limits? You know, everybody has a, a situation where they be like, well, you know, I'm weak on this, I'm strong on that, but, you know, so what do you what do you think, you know? Being criti- so, critical of yourself, what do you think? Yeah, so the reason, one one of the reasons why I got even out of the modeling thing um, cause I, I just won't do the topless thing, you know, or the mm. nude and, um, mm. in movies, I probably prefer not to do that part. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Being in nude or, okay. you know, topless or anything like that. Um, mm. as far as like kissing somebody, you know, that, that's probably not a problem, but okay. I don't know. I don't know if I could do, you know, being nude on, I don't sell sex well, put it like that. So, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to put yeah, myself yeah. out there trying, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, and put, I don't know. So, I, I mean, I feel good about my body. It's just not on TV. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> and um, I don't know if anybody that's listening has ever been, in like a dressing room or help somebody get ready for a modeling gig or whatever, but the male and the female models change in the same room. So, you know, y'all, mm-hmm. sometimes y'all see each other or whatever, and sometimes they be like, hey, you had a, a malfunction on the outfit, so we need you to go out there without the top or whatever. So I understand, you know, it could be a little, you know. So, and you um, know what? On a modeling site, that has happened mm-hmm. to me where it snapped. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, my my outfit went from, you know, classy to nasty. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, yeah, I can keep yeah. it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, okay, you know what I'm so I'm going to give you a little, yeah, I would give you a little <laughs> heads up on that one. So when yeah. I was younger, I did, I did the modeling for a hot second. And this is how I found out. Because we were like, I was like, so where did that guy say that? They said, oh, in the back. So I'm back there. There's all the women walking around naked. So I said, yo, what? What's, they said all of y'all tell back here. I'm like that, you know, I'm 18 years old, cut up like cocaine, you know, I'm, I'm chopped up, so I'm like, sure, I'm here. <laughs> you know, but, you know, some women will be like, you know, so it, it's not for everybody, you know, the model is not for everybody, you know. So, um, but I got another question. No, you know, 
they hand you enough money, you be like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'll do it this one time. You know? <laughs> yeah, this is one time. Then you you be like, this is one time. I normally don't do it. <laughs> You know, that's the normal conversation. You know, I normally don't do this, right? <laughs> I normally don't do this, but you <laughs> But, since, you know, you know, I know. <laughs> so I got <laughs> Right, I do it just so, one time. Um, <laughs> so who's your favorite actress or your actor? Oh, so I, I love Angela Bassett, and I probably would love for her to play my mother, if I ever had to be in a movie with a mother. Um, I, I'm in love with Denzel Washington myself. Woo. I love him. I love him as an act, um, actor. Even though he plays the same character mm-hmm. as every movie, I still love him. <laughs> you know, Angela Bassett, to me, has played a lot of different characters. Um, mm-hmm. And plus, she just, like, she'd be a good mother to me in a movie. Yeah. And I just, and I always, um, and I always wanted to do a movie where um, I'm playing like they had the new edition movie. I want to do like you know the group Black. I swear I want to be. I mm-hmm. want to play them in a movie so that their life story, okay. if they ever have or escape. I was like, let me. I want to play okay. one of those people, reenact somebody, you know, life life story, something mm. like that. Love to do. Okay, okay. So we asked about your favorite um, actor, actress. Who would be a, a dream producer that you would love to work with? And that's a good question because um, I don't know producers by name, but I mm-hmm. wouldn't mind working with these new producers out here. These um, these ones trying to come out here and doing um, film festivals and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a person that will. I'd love to um, bring somebody's dream come true. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind working with somebody absolutely new, trying to put themselves out there, and um, and I'm making it happen. Um, okay. So if I could, I would just probably say, you know what, if you're coming out trying to be a producer, I wouldn't mind coming in because I wouldn't, you know, because I know they don't charge and stuff like that. I'm cool with it. I just love hmm. acting, you know? Okay. And, um I don't really know producers by names like that. <laughs> so, um, okay. but yes, I do want to work because you see on like to be the black films and stuff like that. And these people trying to come mm. out there and make these films, you know, whether you think they're like homemade looking or not, I wouldn't mind doing them. I wouldn't mind doing them. Yeah. That's yeah. somebody trying to put yeah. herself out there. Yeah. That's, um, <laughs> if you, um, if you had another position to play in the filming industry, what would it be? Would you ever think about, like, being a screenwriter? Absolutely. Um, again, I would love to write short films. Um, mm-hmm. Now, um, I would have somebody write the script for me, but I, I would love to write short films that have a big meaning behind it, in which most of them do okay. have, like, an indie plot or, you know, lesson or something like that. Uh, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind writing and finding you know, other actors to um, act out what I wrote. So I would, I'd probably mm-hmm. be a writer um, and write some okay. stuff. Because it'd be nice to go to school and, you know, learn how to do um, script writing. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep that going. So yes, I would probably definitely do that. Cause that that's a whole nother okay. feeling just seeing you wrote and people acting it and then you just seeing it. It's just yeah. That's yeah. that's probably a whole nother feeling. And I want to feel that. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever um taken it on any other position on a production set? You know, like um, like you know, I you know I I screenwrite. Um, uh, I've an intimacy coach. You know, you got the COVID um producers on set. You know, mm-hmm. is there any other position that you've done on set besides acting or actressing? You know, well, not so much in the acting. Um, industry, but um, for modeling, I did, I was behind the scenes and um, put uh, models out there and had um, did a fashion show myself mm-hmm. and done that. Now, as far as acting, not so much for movies, but like in church, I've done the camera. I've operated the camera um, and I've done that for years. So okay. um, that's about that's about all I've really done. I haven't done anything when it comes to like movies and behind the scenes so much besides bring lunch. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey. have you um found it hard to get credits? You know, like on um IMBD, you know, where you have your um your resume up there to get work? Have you found it hard to find films that you can get credit, film credit for? You know. I believe as far um, as like, mm-hmm. it could be hard because you have to find like an agent and stuff mm-hmm. and it's hard to find one or agencies that mm-hmm. don't ask for money and stuff like that. If you decide to put yourself out there, like just without an agent, um, it could be easy if you're willing to travel, because there's yeah. so much, so much advertisement on Facebook or um, Instagram, and so many you know opportunities to audition. Um, if you really want to put yourself out there, and you know you put in the work. It can happen. Like just being in this, you know, in this group with the um, group chat, they, you know, all these auditions that, you know, has come in that chat um, was great. And these are, and that, and that message is full of people that are trying to put themselves out there that found this group. So so it can't be, you know, too hard. And like you said, these, um, these movies on the, you know, with the big screen, um, you don't really need agents like that. And they end up getting agents once they get, you know, their first audition into a good movie and somebody wants to, you know, take them on. But, no, as much auditions out there, you can be on a reality show. Sign up for a reality show. Start there, you know. Be yeah, on one of these, yeah. you know, the same shows, the circle, and you know, and then you become famous and then you start off in movies and stuff like that. You really push it. You, You know, you will make it. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. And the group she's talking about, me and her are in a group together, a chat group on Facebook. There's nothing but um, producers, screenwriters, um, actors, actresses, um, 
and uh, we're trying to do a collab where we put our talents together and we put out something, we put it mm-hmm. into the film fest and everything. So um, are you going to go to the um, the casting call with Alpha Witter and um, Kathleen Bates and uh, Diane Keaton that they have in North Carolina? It'd be great. I I haven't was it in the chat? Yes, it was in the chat. It was in the chat. Well, yes, I, that one. I, I know there was a different audition that I had applied for. Mm. Okay. Just waiting on that, but I have to. I have to look at that one. I will definitely go. Okay. That's okay, here okay. in North Carolina. Yeah, it's not all that far, you know. Asheville, I think it's going to be in. I'm not too sure, but I just remember seeing them, and um, somebody had invited me, you know, and I was like, I don't know, you know, but <laughs> but I seen some of your work, you know, and I was like, okay. I said, uh, let me see if this young lady will come to the podcast. <laughs> it's a little right, bit. I know. Um, we also, so I also um, – not for a living, but do the YouTube thing, but it's more for cruising. Mm. I love to cruise, okay? Me mm. and my fiance a lot, and so we do a lot of uh, cruise content on there. Okay. That's good. On YouTube. That's good. Yeah. And he, he also does a dead dab in um, making little clips and videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he's trying things okay. behind the scenes. Okay. Do you um? Is he a big supporter of yours? You know, sometimes you know, oh, the, the, you know, the, the spouse is cool until there's a romantic scene. He's like, hey, hold up. Right. You know, oh no. No, no. <laughs> he's, he's cool with it because he already told me, if the money right, you go just smack him down, just slap it on up. <laughs> 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 A lot of people, you know, they don't know that, you know, there is barriers between the people, even though the seeds look a little, you know, you'd be like, hey, hold up, that looks a little real, you know, that's, that's the art, yeah. the art of filming, you know, so there are barriers, you know, they have protection cups, they have... Uh, plates that the women wear, the men wear, you know, so it looks like they bumping and grinding, but they really not. It can become uncomfortable, you know, so I can understand, you know, you, you be like, oh, man, I'm around all these people and I got to kiss or I got to do this, I got to do that, you know, and so that's when you have all these different coaches or these different producers on set, you know, and um, the intimacy coaching started, I want to say, a couple of years back, and there was an incident on a set. I can't remember the whole incident, but there was an incident on a set, and, you know, the lady felt uncomfortable or whatever. So basically what their job is to make them feel comfortable with being intimate mm-hmm. in front of people, you know. So, you know, but um, what are your goals? Like what is your, what is your, your go-to goal right now? When it comes to the um it's to actually write them uh, some short films and and you and to be a part of have you ever been on youtube and they have uh mm-hmm. darman you ever heard of him darman studio where 
Darman yes. Studios. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And and you he know how he has this different. Stuff. Right. And they just using YouTube. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they do these short, you know, little clips of stuff that have a little meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. I would love to be a part of yeah. something like that. That I'm just constantly just, okay. you know what I'm saying? Doing little clips here and there like that and being a part of like a group like you're trying to do. Um, that would be mm-hmm. awesome. And then I jump in and help, yeah. you know, here go some ideas here. I'll be in the behind the scenes and in front of the camera, you know, yeah. let's do this. You know, let's do this. Uh, let's talk about this for this clip and then do that. So that yeah. Darman studio thing is very, very, very interesting to me. And it would be, it would be a joy to be a part of something like that. I probably wouldn't know how to start that or be the producer or mm-hmm. the, you know what I'm saying? The CEO of it, but I wouldn't mind being a part of it and be like a lifelong yeah. actor. Yeah. So I remember that'd when, be cool. Um, well, I don't know what. Uh huh. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. You know. No, I'm finished. I um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I um I can't. I don't know if this is when he started or what, but I know at one point in time he had a group chain, uh, text group chain that I was a part of. So when he was releasing oh. new content and new footage and everything, and then one day he just sent everybody a text message and say, listen, I'm going to pull away from the text messaging and everything, just catch us on, you know, and I think that's when his audience got as big as it did because he does a lot of powerful clips, you know. If you've never yeah. seen them, you know, he does a lot of powerful clips, and that says a lot about your actress skills that yeah. you're willing to – do that, you know, that, that drama is hard. That drama is hard, you know, because you gotta, you got to show people, you know, um, from an author to a, a screenwriter. You tell a story as an author, but as a screenwriter, you show the story, and there is a difference. Yeah. And when I started screenwriting, I didn't realize it. So what I did was I went back to some of my stuff that I wrote when I was an author before I did the screenwriting, and realize I was telling the story instead of showing the story, you know. So if for you to want to do a, a, a film with him or even get into drama, that's that's a strong that's a strong that's a strong um, genre. I personally believe, you know, because anybody can say something funny, you know, mm-hmm. but for somebody to bring out feelings and to make you feel how the emotion, you know. And the emotion has to be strong enough to, you know, you have some women that say, yo, that movie made me cry. You know, right. oh, I yeah. watch this movie, this movie makes me cry every time. So that's what, you, 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 uh, you're doing some big things. <laughs> and, I, and I haven't, and I haven't got, I haven't had that one part where, you know, said audition where I want to do like deep down drama and I really want to. You know what I'm saying? I think mm-hmm. I can really do it. Yeah. So, we'll see. Well, you seem like you have your career, you know, set in what you want to do, and you got everything, you know, you got everything lined up. You know, you just got to knock them down like a uh, a bowling alley, just gotta you know? Kind of, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, well, young lady. So, hopefully you get that started again. and I can be a part of it. <laughs> Well, you know, keep checking the group. You know, I'm always, I, well, I'm not always posting, but when I find something, I post it to the group because I'm always writing. I'm always writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always putting the ideas together, 
and and I'll reach out to a couple of people. Like I reached out to you and said, hey, you want to do this? You want to do that? You know, so, you know, you never know. You know, you never know. We could probably put something big together, you know. But I'm going to have a couple of more people from the group on here, you know, and um, we're going to bring one of the – I didn't hear you say it again. Is it going to be on Tuesdays? Yes. That you have other yes. people? Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Our show is on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. to uh, 10, but our interviews is at 9.30, you know. So, and um, you have anything else you want to tell the audience about yourself, that how they can reach you, where you are on Facebook? Yep, so I am in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, My Instagram is Wanawan. You'll probably see some modeling pictures on there. And um, and Facebook is simply Tawana Reed, Tawana spelt with a J. <laughs> um, and just look and just look me up. I know um, I had one person saw me on um, on Facebook and asked me to be a part of their um, their short film, and it, which was great. I don't know how they just found me out of everywhere, but they did. So just look, you know, look me up on there. And um, I just appreciate this podcast, actually, this interview. It's been fun. Oh, yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. And we hope to have you back on something. You you working on a bigger project, you know, with maybe Denzel, you know. And uh, <laughs> I know that will be an exciting conversation. Denzel, <laughs> you know, if you listen. <laughs> well, you never know. We got we got a nice amount of people that do listen in, you know, because we also have a show on um, Saturdays as well, you know, and that's okay. usually at 10.30 to 11.30, you know, so if you ever want to listen and, um, you know, sometimes we have guests come on, you know, we, we interview people or whatever only on Tuesdays, but, you know. Okay. But again, Tawana, we thank you so much, young lady. And I yes, wish you do. all the best. We really enjoyed career. you. Yeah, thank you so much. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, thank you for coming on. It was interesting hearing about you. Thank Very you. Scary. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good night. You too. All right, you. you too. Um, we are going to wrap it up, and we want to thank everyone for tuning in. And please stay tuned for um, our show Saturday. And we have one uh this friday also um so that's it everybody thank you guys so much for tuning in and please stay tuned for our next episode good night good night